0: you know what, we're gonna have to give a lot more thought to that. Issues around deorbiting, the clutter in space, the amount of satellites that are going to be going into space. Now clearly, Scotland alone can't address all those issues, this has got to be a global response, but I'd like to think Scotland can have a voice in the global debate over how to make sure what's happening in lower Earth orbit, or space generally, is sustainable. Hey Space
1: Watchers, this is Space Cafe Radio, your channel about trends, awesome events and interesting people in the space sector mid of november it is bremen time time for the space tech expo europe that is held in town this year i started with a very interesting interview with richard Lochert, member of the scottish parliament and minister for small business innovation and tourism in his resort also space has its home as a global Scot, nominated a few years ago by sdi the scottish development international it was a great pleasure to follow the invitation to interview the Minister. We spoke about Scotland's role in the global space sector, from the end-to-end services to the Scottish approach to space sustainability. I'm Thorsten, publisher at spacewatch.global. Enjoy this episode. Welcome Richard, great to meet you.
0: Thank you very much for having me on. Let's start with a very easy question, so what role plays space in Scotland today? The space industry in Scotland is very exciting at the moment. It's a high growth sector. And in a matter of just a few years, it's grown to be a very significant economic sector. And many people, even in Scotland, have been taken aback by how quickly the sector has grown and the impact it's making, not just in Scotland, but in Europe and the wider world.
1: What is Scotland's contribution today to the global space sector, if we take a wider look at it?
0: Well, on the one hand, our universities and some companies have been involved in the space industry for many years, it's only in the last few years that we have emerged as one of the world's biggest manufacturing sites for small satellites. So we're very much specialising in small satellites, and Glasgow, believe it or not, is now the second biggest manufacturing hub for small satellites outside of California. Interesting. So Glasgow's story is now got a new chapter, famous for building ships and other... Contributions towards the industrial revolution and the world's modern economy, and now here we are in 2023, and it's forged a reputation for a new industry, which is the building of satellites. I had the great honour last year
1: to visit Glasgow in December, and I visited Spire and Clyde Space and it's really interesting to see the density of small satellite
0: manufacturers and now I think Mangata Mangata, is just the latest investment project that's been announced for Scotland and we're hoping to see that underway soon with a few hundred jobs uh, and that, again, as another company, it's going to be manufacturing satellites. It's been a bit of a hidden success story, in the satellite sector in Scotland. And it's only literally in the last few years that it's come into focus. And that people in Scotland have learned this is happening on their own doorstep. And even today, sometimes when you speak to people in Scotland, and especially overseas, and you say to them, do you know that Glasgow's the second biggest manufacturing hub for small satellites? People can't quite believe it. Yeah. But it's true. And it's growing, and it's not only the existing companies that have been there for some time now. It's, as I said before, there's new inward investment projects now coming to Scotland, like Mangata, and um, it's really quite amazing what's happening. But of course, it's part of an ecosystem. When we talk about space development, we we can't talk about that without shed some light
1: on research and development in Scotland. So, how far is the university sector prepared for contributing with this?
0: menpower when people are leaving the universities? We've got a few high growth sectors in Scotland that are relating to tech, and there's no doubt whatsoever that's in the back of Scotland's universities. We have three in the top 100 in the world. Countries like Germany maybe have four, so that puts Scotland into perspective because we're also a much smaller country, and that is a huge asset for a country's economy is having those universities and a pipeline of talented people, as well as international reputation for research. Our high-tech sectors now are coming out of that because in the past, over the last many decades, perhaps even going back 100 years or so, we have invented many things that the world has taken advantage of, but we don't always capture the jobs. So now in Scotland, it's a special effort to not only invent things, Mm -hmm. but actually to get the economic benefit from that and the jobs that come with that. So I think the satellite sector and the space industry is one of the latest examples where that's beginning to work. Uh, But there are other high-tech sectors now following their footsteps so we're trying to get sticky jobs in scotland can't be taken away easily and that's of real value to scotland's economic future
1: let's talk about the space economy in scotland space for earth launchers spaceport development you have it all in scotland what is the economic benefit today that you see from this market can it be specified or is it
0: part of the entire infrastructure As you can imagine, the Scottish Government very much values the space industry, because not just because of our contribution towards a global project, Mm -hmm. and because of the need to gather data from space to help save humankind and the planet and the world economy at the same time, but also talking about higher value jobs with better wages. That's also an industry that's very export orientated, which is really good for the Scottish economy as well. That's why it's a target sector just now for the Scottish Government, because it's economic value as much as for many other reasons. Out of the satellite sector, we now have end-to-end capability, and that's the strength of the Scottish space industry, is that end-to-end capability. So not only do we have the second biggest manufacturer of small satellites outside of California, we now have five of the UK's seven potential launch sites in Scotland. We also have companies located in Scotland now manufacturing the rockets, and then we've got 170 companies building in Scotland's data science expertise who are capturing the data from the satellites and analysing it. And data science is a huge strength for Scotland. So you've got all these synergies, and they're now all coming together as part of this space industry ecosystem, which, is, as I said before, amounts to that end-to-end capability. So companies coming to Scotland, they can get the satellites locally built, use local launch pads in Scotland hopefully very soon, use rockets manufactured in Scotland, and then work with the data science companies who are obviously capturing, as I said before, and, and analysing the data.
1: So you've built your satellites in Scotland already? you have rockets built in Scotland already you haven't flown them so when will we see the first launches from Scotland well, orbital the launches
0: there is a lot of excitement building in Scotland just now because we are looking forward to the first launch we have spaceports at Saxa Vord in the Shetland Islands well underway we've got another one being built at Sutherland and we have some other sites that are being taken forward as well who knows exactly when the date will be but there'll be a lot of excitement once we see the first rocket being launched from Scotland and a lot of the companies tell me it's very unusual to be able to not only get your satellites but local rockets and not have to take them that far to get them launched because Scotland clearly is a very rural country and having everything happening in the one country is a, a big advantage. Okay. I think it's a major selling point for Scotland, but it's also what the inward investors and other companies already based in Scotland are telling us is a big advantage for Scotland.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think two of our three German micro launderers are also... Looking
0: at Saxoford, I think Rocket Factory Augsburg
1: and High Impulse, if I'm not
0: mistaken. Well, that's right. And that's why it's good to be here in Germany at the Expo, Space Expo in Bremen. is because there's actually a lot of German companies involved in Scotland. And you've just named a couple that are involved yeah. in Um And the space industry is obviously very global. And in terms of Europe, it's a growing sector in Europe. Scotland is a major player now in that scene. From the regulatory
1: side where you as government can pave the way is that all done so all the licenses are available because launching something into space needs the hardware without any doubt and the technology but also a lot of paperwork and regulatory
0: work is that all paved clearly the space industry now literally is taking off it's a fast changing industry it's a fast growing industry based around small satellites which obviously now are a bit cheaper and more affordable and smaller, being miniaturised and standardised. So the economics are now in, in favour of the small satellite sector. The regulation, of course, happens at UK government level. We work very closely with the Civil Aviation Authority to make sure we can get good, timely regulation that's appropriate in place. So I think, clearly, in the coming years, regulation is going to become even more and more important, no doubt because of the need to have sustainability in the sector and take into account the impact of the sector on the environment so regulation i think is going to become even more and more important at times ahead
1: what you just described sounds super exciting so i'm quite sure that you're attracting foreign companies as well to settle in scotland to use this ecosystem that you have today so what support is available from the scottish
0: government side for companies that want to come to scotland So we've got an agency called Scottish Development International who work overseas for us, and they work on trade issues and also attracting inward investment projects. And also our domestic economic agency called Scottish Enterprise plays a role there as well. And they can offer support to companies, perhaps some grants. It could be research and development grants, or it could be other bigger grants for building facilities and towards their investments. And a number of inward investment projects have benefited from that. So you'll regularly see in the headlines in Scotland some grant support for space industry companies that are either already in Scotland or who are inward investors. So the support is there and that's working well. We're working with the industry as well on a sustainability roadmap. We published that back in 2021. I think that was quite world-leading at the time is having this sustainability roadmap for the space industry. People want to know what the impact is on the environment of building a space industry, of space junk of the materials that are being used, of the impact and the emissions, and so on and so forth. But also what the space industry is doing to help sustainability in terms of collecting data. We know about 50% of the information that's required to measure climate change comes from observation from space. So our data science companies, as well as the actual technology we need to have satellites there, it plays a big role in tackling climate change. So we've got to tell that positive story, as well as addressing people's concerns, which is the impact of putting so much hardware into space and the other aspects involved in the space industry that could impact on emissions. So it's really good to see that space sustainability roadmap, which the industry in Scotland put together with the government. This was largely industry-driven. The industry is very keen to be seen as a world leader in sustainability. So we've got good examples now of that. We've got rockets being made of materials that are a lot lighter and have less impact in the environment. These rockets are using propellant that have got much less emissions than other propellants being used elsewhere in the world that innovation is a very big part of the story of the space industry in Scotland. I'm happy that you mentioned the space sustainability
1: part because we are following space sustainability worldwide and I can emphasise that, that Scotland really has a leading role and that it's great to see. Not just Scotland, the entire United Kingdom, I have to say here, is very much on the forefront when it comes to space sustainability and behaviours in space. You mentioned a few of the areas where space sustainability is really taking into action what is your way forward can you imagine that you only launch rockets from scotland or satellites from rocket that fulfill a certain set of criteria, space sustainability ratings or whatever metrics that is
0: so at the moment through the industry-led scottish sustainability roadmap for the space industry We are seeing a lot of innovations. I mentioned a few examples before in terms of lower emission fuels being used and better materials being used and so on for manufacturing purposes. I think it's very much an evolving debate. Even since I've been in this role in government over the last few months, I've come across a lot of issues and I've thought to myself, do you know what? We're going to have to give a lot more thought to that. Mm -hmm. Issues around deorbiting, the clutter in space, the amount of satellites that are going to be going into space. Now, clearly, Scotland alone can't address all those issues. This has got to be a global response. But I'd like to think Scotland can have a voice in the global debate over how to make sure what's happening in lower Earth orbit or space generally is sustainable. There's all other issues that come out of that as well as who owns the junk up there, no. who owns the operational satellites up there, eh, all who's got responsibility for what's happening and so on and so forth. Global governance of that, I think, is going to become a bigger and bigger issue, especially once the, the public realise a bit more about what's going on in space and how busy it's going to be and the plans for putting more, literally tens of thousands of new satellites up in space. I think this will become a much bigger debate around the world. That's why I'm pleased. I think Scotland's got a head start here. Because the industry have put this roadmap into place. Our companies are already following some sustainable principles of what they're doing. But as I said before, it's not just Scotland. that has got a role to play here. It's a global debate. But I think we've got a good head
1: start. We're here in Bremen just the day before the Space Tech Expo is about to start. So what are your expectations to this event? And I assume, as you said, you're new in this area. It's your first Space Tech Expo, your first
0: space show, maybe. What are the expectations from your end? So a few weeks ago, I was uh, speaking at the Economist Space Summit in Los Angeles and met lots of companies while I was out there and and undertook a, a few trade visits. And here I am now in Bremen at the European Space Expo. So the more I get out and about as minister, the more I realize there's a lot of competition out there. There's also a lot of opportunity for collaboration between Scottish companies and Scottish academia and research and other countries. Cause, you know, we don't have all the wisdom in Scotland. <laughs> so it's important that we are outward looking and working with other countries and other industries. But likewise, our companies, of course, themselves want to export and they want to forge their own partnerships. We are a very innovative country in Scotland, and many of our space industry companies are very innovative. So it's a good business opportunity for them. So the more I'm out there supporting them and promoting them, the better. We've got 23 companies from Scotland at this expo here in Bremen, and hopefully they'll do a bit of good business and make new contacts. I'm, I'll be meeting them as well while I'm out here and supporting them at some of their events. So that's really what I see my role as, is promotion, supporting, and also learning about what the big debates are Mm -hmm. out there, what big opportunities for the Scottish economy are.
1: Thank you very much for your time and enjoy Space Tech Expo here in Bremen. And I hope we will hear from you very soon again. Thank you. Dankeschön. Sehr gerne. If you have further questions, reach out to us at radio at spacewatch.global. If you like these or other episodes of Space Cafe Radio, leave us a rating on your preferred podcast platform. It is the currency of today. And if you want to stay on the pulse of the space industry, please visit our website at www.spacewatch.global and subscribe to our newsletters. And of course, don't forget to become a space watcher. I'm Torsten Kriening, publisher at spacewatch.global, your independent perspective on space.